up. It's the 101st episode in honor of the 101st Airborne. Curry. Nope. nope. Yeah. Donations. Oh, okay. Well, Jake's donating, or Jake's doing this show in honor of the Dalmatians. I'm doing it in honor of the fine men of uh, the 101st. And that's admirable on both ends, I think. Yeah. I mean, one's clearly more admirable than the other, mm-hmm. um, especially when you exclude the women of the 101st Air Force Division. Um, well, there weren't any women. I'm only honoring the World War One. 101st Airborne. Well, their their wives supported them to the umpteenth degree. So, some, some were I mean, cheating. I'm, I'm all Dalmatians. No, no, uh, no sexism, no discrimination. Black and white, literally. Go the yeah. Dalmatians. My sister used to love Dalmatians. She had them painted on her wall. Like we had an artist come and paint Dalmatians on her wall. It's pretty much one of the worst feelings you can have as a youth that grew up kind of during our time period to be all about 101 Dalmatians. Like, oh, this is incredible. This is nuts. And then the day comes when you're involved in getting a dog or you're learning about dogs and they're like, yo, Dalmatians are terrible. Yeah. (laughs) And you're like, oh, okay, cool. Cool. They are. Glad they glad they made that extremely popular children's film about it, and no one got themselves excited about getting Dalmatian. Why are they so terrible? Um, they're just they just they're just bad behavior, right? Kind of. I think they're like whiny. Um, dude, I'm looking at pictures of Dalmatians on Google Images right now. They don't even look that cute. They kind of just look fucked up. <laughs> wow. Um, you could get a cute one. I mean, you know. Oh yeah, the puppies are cute. Yeah, I think they're. <laughs> it's funny how a dog website can phrase things, but they said they're they're end- independent thinkers. Um, so they're stubborn. So <laughs> they don't listen. Um. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, they got the firehouse thing going on. That's pretty big. Yeah, that's huge. Well, yeah. Yeah, Ritzy was obsessed with Dalmatians. I wasn't. Okay. So they get serious separation anxiety, and they think that leads to their destructive behavior when you're not home. So I think, like, if you're not given a Dalmatian, you're all. If you're not, like, an, like an old person, or maybe that's why they do good at firehouses, because people are, like, always there. Yeah, that's that's true. How about that? So, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm at a website and the headline is why are Dalmatians a train wreck? <laughs> mm, that's tough. <laughs> oh, there are a lot of them are deaf, it says. Been there. Well, whatever. Uh, how are you doing, Jake? You like that song? Flogging Molly's so, Drunk in the Lullabies? The song was bad. No. Um, and I, I realized it um, mid song and it's. I think any, and it's just, I mean, Jim, you want to go into a deep talk about society and, um, you know, ancestry and all that. Um, the Irish are drinkers because their music is so bad. <laughs> like, I heard that song and I was like, oh my God, this is another really tough Irish song. And then it came on and I was like, Jake, you can't just be killing Irish music all week. And then I was like, all right, when when would you enjoy this? And I was like, if that song came on and I was really drunk, I'd be giving it hell. Yeah, at a bar. That's what it is. I mean, it's called a drunken lullaby, so that is that's its goal. So it's doing its right? job. Uh, I was so upset you didn't like Dirty Old Town yesterday. I was going grocery shopping with my grandma, just singing it up and down the aisles. Nice. I love that song. Well, I met my love. Oh, I, I don't, though. So you don't at have to sing it. The Gaslight's Mill. <laughs> I love that song. Good. Drunken Lullabies. I, I uh, Jordan's doing music for us. And it, this was a tough week because St. Patty's Day is coming up. So you have to do Irish week. Like, it makes so much sense to take advantage of the themes that are given to you. I get it. But it's such a tough music genre. Even he was like, I'm not locked into any of these men. You can make changes. Like, there's just not a lot out there. 
I'm telling you, man. I I think you could do a societal piece or like a, uh, if if any of our college listeners need a thesis, is that the lack of Irish music development led the country to drinking. Well, Irish has really good music. Like I just tried to Google why is Irish music so, and the first thing that came up was good. The second thing that came up was sad. Bad didn't come up. That's what I thought was going to come up. But it's all slow. Like it's all really melancholy, slow songs. Like uh, right. Yeah, but but those are good. Those are good. Like parting glass is a really good song if you're looking for Irish music. But it's slow. It's too slow to start a show. It's either slow drinking whiskey music or it's fast pounding beers music. There's nothing else. Yeah, I like my sad music, so maybe that's why I like it a little bit. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. But I I I don't think it takes away from my my drinking theory. No, I agree with you. That song was only made to be heard, listened to when drunk. Who are some? Who are some of the best Irish mu- musicians? I've got one that popped up that impressed me. Bono. No. Van the Man. Oh, Van Morrison. Yeah, that's a nice notch in the old belt. He doesn't sound like Irish music though. He sounds like northeastern coastal music. Yeah, right. He's like- <laughs> <laughs> sounds like you listen music you listen to on a on a yacht. James Taylor. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I love Van Morrison, though. Yeah, me too, man. B- Bono probably has m- one of the most famous Irish singers, I would guess. Bono, what do you know? What's he up to nowadays? Probably saving Africa still. Yeah. On every iPhone in the world. Whoa, Jim. Yeah. Huge break. Huge news. Huge news. Yeah. Bono's height? 5'5". Five, 5'6". Five. Five, nice. So he's your height. I've got him by Ooh, a little bit. but Wow. I'm looking at Irish musicians right now, and there's a ton of, like, Hozier, he's all right. He kind of weirds me out sometimes, but there's some names no one else is going to know, but Glenn Hansard, Damian Rice, Sinead O'Connor. Mm. I do like, I do like. James Vincent McMurphy McMurdy or whatever his name is, I like him. Yeah, there's there's like good Irish music. It's all slow. All these people I'm saying is such slow music. Yeah, I've got. They're a repressed country, Jake. That's why. Amen, brother. Um, Bono's real last. Oh no, his nickname's Bono Vox. Um, which means good voice. Yeah, that's smart. Um, I think. Uh, yeah, I've all, in my head. I almost have it compared to like. Soccer, where soccer has these golden generations of players, or they'll have like, you know, they'll have a Maradona, or they'll have a Gareth Bale, or something like that. Ireland, I think, is that, and they've got a little Bono, and they've got going back further than that, Van Morrison. But he's even like a, he's almost a defectee. <laughs> yeah, he just put out a new album too. Van Morrison's fantastic. In Big. the mist, do a Van Week. Yeah, Jordan, write that down. We're going to do a Van Morrison week whenever we need. Uh, there's no holidays. Mm. I love Van Morrison. All right, what do we got? I think uh, we got to rank our days real quick, but there's so much sports news that um, it's going to take up a lot of the show. Some good good tri-state. The tri-state news really is the national news. Yeah, yeah, the tri-state news blew up. Go me, go me, go me. Mm. Um but let's rank our day. Let's rank our yesterdays. Okay. How'd you do? Yesterday. Should we play that Beatles song for this? If you want. What? How does it go? Sun is far away. Uh-huh, yesterday. I got it. I think you got it. That was perfect. Save it as a clip. How was, <laughs> how was your day? Um, dude, my day should have been pretty nice. I spent some time with my grandma. Yankees game was on at night. I got a massage. But it wasn't. It was like it was your average, average day. At no point did I get into like a laughing fit. Okay, I didn't cry for doing Jimmy Valvano day ranking, mm. and I I don't think I got lost in deep thought. I was a little upset because I was expecting more out of yesterday. I okay, got, I got some T-shirts up on the site because we need to organize that. But then I was upset with myself for doing that because it wasn't on my to-do list. 
Right. But I was trying to, I was posting a blog to the John Boy and Jake radio page, and I realized that the sidebar of the John Boy and Jake radio page wasn't set up correctly. So then as I was setting up the sidebar bar for the John Boy and Jake radio page, I realized, oh shit, I need to put a shirt on the sidebar so people can buy the shirts because we got Jake Sutt shirts, we got your quote, we got quote boards. And then I was like, oh shit, they're not in the store properly. And then I was like, okay, I got to put these in the store. And then I ended up like, well, our women's sizes are, if I'm in the store, I got women's sizes. And it just spiraled. And then I spent an hour doing store stuff and that wasn't on my to-do list. And that kind of made me mad at myself, but also happy with myself. So I'm just going uh, 5.5. That was my standard average day. Okay. I thought standard average day for you was five flat. Was it? Yeah. I thought the very first day I said it was a little above standard then? I think so, yeah. Okay, well then I change it five flat. Okay. Um... You know what? There's a funny point yesterday, James, where I was like, I want to say it was the afternoon. I recorded talking Huskies. Forgot to send it over to you because I'm a human idiot. Um, but that's just how Tuesday goes. And then I was like, you know what? I think I'll get a workout in. And I was like, I'm I'm gonna have this is gonna be a pretty nice day actually. Um, ran out, did some brief errands, um, and like executed them well. And then I was like, man, why is a, you know, I've actually been in a decent mood for a little bit. What's going on? And I was like, oh, yeah, my day had the worst start ever. I had food poisoning and almost knocked myself out and I have a giant bruise on my head. Did um, you tell Jess about that? Which, yeah, we talked about it to a degree. Um, I didn't get into immense details because um, nobody needs that. But... um. So, yeah, I so it's an interesting thing going on right there because now I'm thinking about starting every day that way because when you start out so bottomed out, mm-hmm. like everything else is a win. Oh, yeah, dude. That's uh, Kelly from The Office. Go get yourself a tapeworm, just slug it down every night, wake up miserable, and then beat the hell out of that day. Yeah. Uh, yeah, minus the tapeworm um, and just starting off with, with something... Worse, almost a concussion um, and a tapeworm multiplied. So, Why don't you have Jess wake you up by punching you in the face? Uh, stay out of the bedroom is what I'd say to you. <laughs> um, we already do enough of that. Uh, so yesterday we'll go down as 3-2. Uh, 3-2. Two. Three, two. Oh, wow. That is a bummer, man. I, yeah. I, have, I have these written down. It's eventually. Tuesday. It's we're, Tuesday. We're going to need to scatter plot these at one point. Three, two. It is Tuesday. Wow. I forgot. I forgot. The only day that would ever happen to me would be on a Tuesday. I just did a soundboard drop, but the volume wasn't on. Everyone enjoy your bad day. Mm. 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 We didn't even talk about that yesterday, that Tuesday got you right away. Oh, yeah. I I didn't even occur to me until after the episode. I was like, yep, thousand percent. Everything made sense. Yeah. Then you were kind of happy with it. Tuesday will always find a way. The Giants have traded Odell Beckham to the Browns in exchange for the Browns. <laughs> I read that wrong. In exchange for the Browns 17th and 95th overall draft pick for this upcoming draft. Plus safety Jabril Peppers. Former Steelers running back Le'Veon Bell plans to sign a four-year deal for $52.5 million with the New York Jets. The deal includes $35 million guaranteed with a maximum value close to 61 when you factor in incentives. James Dolan went on the Michael K. Show to talk about kicking the fan out of the garden and came across like a bumbling, fumbling idiot of the dinosaur world. The Pacers take down the Knicks 103-98 and the Devils lost to the Flames 9-4. The Mets sent Tim Tebow to minor league camp. Well, let's let's get the big stuff out of the way. The Devils give up a nine spot to Calgary. The yeah, Calgary that's pretty bad. Red line just can't be stopped recently. Um, Knicks, 
put on a tank full effort at the end, which if you don't appreciate that by now and you're somehow still watching Knicks games, you're insane. You're the problem, um, <laughs> as James Te- Dolan would, would love to tell you. Um, Tim Tebow, I can't believe he's not breaking camp with the team, Jim. It was a possibility. They got to get some money to the minor league camp. Not a lot of people are going over there and, and spending their dollars, so they're just going to send their cash cow Tebow. I mean, it's it's literally going to become a case study, and I think teams might start keeping celebrities, semi-famous people in their minor league systems. Because why wouldn't you actually? Yeah, that's a really good point. Well, look how much money Tebow brought to whatever league that he plays in. Yeah. Um, okay, so every team should do that. Um, I do we want to do Dolan on the K show? Did I you saw Kester. I Kester was on uh, ESPN this morning talking about it. I I just saw the clips from K show. Did you listen to it? Just some of the clips. The dude doesn't know how to talk. I have a clip here. Right. I can play it or I can read you the transcript. What would you What would you prefer? What would you prefer, James? Because I'm gonna make a video. You know, how they do the typography thing. Sure. I want to make a video because in a, a minute and thirty second clip, I think he says. Um, uh, the, uh, right, you know, so any like, you know, butchering words, right? I counted it. It was up to 40 in a minute, 30 second clip. The dude can't talk. It blew my mind. It was unbearable to listen to once you notice it. He's, he's, he's not a real person. It sucks. (laughs) Does. Here, listen to, I'll play it for you. Just notice how many times he puts together one full sentence? Um, you know, look, the, the uh, let me just start off that, you know, I, I do understand, right, that, I mean, it's really, for the fans, it's about winning and losing. Um, and we haven't been doing much winning. The uh, And so there's a, a real big frustration level there. And uh, um, so, you know, we get it. The uh, I don't like losing either. Right. The uh, in fact, I probably like it less than almost anybody. Um, you want to go right into the incident? It's pretty easy. I mean, the, the uh, um, you know, it appears that the uh, uh, this gentleman and his friends, right, planned to do this, mm-hmm. right? The uh, that they um, <clears throat> just before the game, they cleared their profiles out. Right. The uh, we have video, which I think we've supplied to you, mm-hmm. which shows them moving from one side of the arena to the other and pointing at me and the you way know, you were walking where out. I was walking. Right. And saying, you know, the uh, and, you know, to set this ambush up and uh, the, um, and they did. And, you know, and then as soon as uh, they were done with it, it was immediately sold to uh, TMZ. The, um, so the uh, um, but, you know, I mean, look. Not for nothing, but, uh, you know, I shouldn't have taken the bait. You walked right into it. I did. That's a minute clip. I think he was on for 20 minutes or so, and the whole thing's like that. I was listening in the car. It was unlistenable. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's arguably the worst owner in sports. Um, It's it's crazy disappointing, and you wonder – you hope part of that is almost an act to try to sound what he thinks a normal person sounds like. Um, the guy just hasn't had a normal upbringing. His dad was the genius. Like, this all got passed along to him. His his dad founded Cablevision, um, and they were, like, a successful... His dad and his uncle, his uncle owned the Cleveland Indians. Um, so this guy just grew up in, like, a fake world, basically. Um, he went to SUNY New Paltz, shout out the SUNY system, uh, majored in communications <laughs> after, after originally pursuing a career in music. Yeah. And then he got a job within Cablevision and basically his dad just moved, moved him around and like the guy never really did anything. And Is- now he owns the Knicks and these powerful entities and it's it's a weird mix of he's he's not a real human at all it's 
Oh, no, Jake. Corby said Dolan's rubbing off on you. He's counting your ums now. Yeah, good. His reasoning as well is pretty dumb. Like, his friend was filming him and they sent it to TMZ. That, right. So what? Everyone films everything everyone does. It's Snapchat. It's yeah. Instagram Live. And then once you respond, Dolan, now they're like, whoa, he responded. This is worth money. Let's try and sell it. That doesn't paint them anymore as villains. Just you don't understand the youth, I guess. I don't know. That was dumb. He gave Michael K. exclusive footage to prove right. that it was a sabotage mission. And it's like everyone knows they were running up to you with their phones out to say that. And Yeah, nobody cares about that at all. It's not a new development. Whatever. Dolan's an idiot. He also had to use a notebook to read people's names on the team, like Mitchell and Robinson. Same like, guy. Well, yeah, yeah. I would need it. He shouldn't <laughs> yeah, need it. You guys, <laughs> there you, you go. guys would share it. I would need um, it. He shouldn't need it. But anyway. Yeah. It's K. K was on. I woke up kind of earlier today. Went to bed kind of early. Made made a nice little breakfast um, for me and the gal. And yeah, I saw Kester popped up. I never I never watch Golik and Wingo. And I see Kester. I was like, all right, I'll turn up the volume. Let's see it. And he was it, I the him not having a normal upbringing is what K basically leaned on. He's like, yeah, this this guy's different. <laughs> like K was trying to say. All, all the right things without uh, being able to say the bad stuff. And he was like, yeah, he just came off. The fact that he wanted to come on the show to get his message across, and that was the message across, he got across, like, that's insane. That's insane. That's a you don't get what's going on at all. And, I mean, the the kicker is he doesn't have to because he's a – multi-billionaire that owns the Knicks and Cablevision and all that jazz. But, yeah, it sucks. He's not selling the team. That's the good news. That's good news. Let's move on to people that are selling away pieces that the mm. fans love. Odell's traded, man. This is huge news. I mean, yeah. Perzingis and Odell in the same, what, three-month span? That's nuts for New York. They get back two draft picks for this year. The 17th overall, so the Browns' first round pick, and the Browns, what was it? I have it's the 95th overall. Was it seventh round or no, no, no? no, no, no. Come on, come third. on, Jimmy, come on, Jimmy. Uh, third round. <laughs> what do you think? And uh, Peppers. Everyone's so, everyone's outraged. Yeah, it's. I'll say this. I mean, there's a lot of money involved, which even the Giants are eating a chunk of money this year. This, the, like the twenty million dollar signing bonus or whatever it is, there, they still have to eat all of that. Um, he's a generational talent. There's no denying that. And I mean, this is going to seem like a cop out to a degree. If you're a Browns, you Browns fan, you love it. You're well, bringing yeah. in one of the most talented guys in the league. You're pairing him with Jarvis Landry, who we went to college with, with Baker Mayfield, with uh, Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. They have all the skill positions, Njoku at tight end, and they've improved their defense, and now there's this wave of momentum in Cleveland that they haven't, they haven't felt since the franchise returned. So that's incredible. For the Giants, as a fan of the best players to play on your team, you have to be bummed that things didn't go better with Odell and this didn't work out and why are we trading him, blah, blah, blah. I get that. The gray area that comes up is just what comes next. What Are they rolling Eli out there this year? Are the Giants going to try to draft Haskins? Are they going to dra draft a second-round quarterback and try to play Eli a little bit, see if he's got anything, and then try to make a transition? It's, it's what's coming next because the return isn't that bad. A, a first-round pick is tough to get your hands on in this league. A third, I mean, it's a third-round pick. It is what it is. Peppers is kind of a local boy. He could become a fan favorite real quick. He's a New Jersey guy. So it 
Jim, end of the day, it's just winning matters. So if the Giants can do this and either either be good next year somehow or kind of reload this year and be really good the next season, then it's the right move for them. And I, I know that feels like I'm sitting in a gray area, but there's so many other moves that come around a football team, and that's why people think wide receivers are expendable because at the end of the day, on their best day ever, they're only going to catch have the ball 12 times. Um, and that's on their best, best day. So I don't know. It sucks. I, when, when Odell's right, it's one of the most amazing things to watch in sports. But if the Giants make the right moves from here on out, it can be a solid trade for them. I'm trying to fight my old man demons with this news. I'm a die easy Giants fan as of now. Yankees take up so much of my brain space that I had more fun watching the entertainment of the freakouts than I was like upset about this happening. Also, uh, <laughs> this is going to sound, people are going to hate, yes. hate, hate me for this. When Odell came to the Giants, that's when every, and I'm not blaming it on Odell, but he kind of comes into rhythm with everything just sucking. They got rid of Coughlin, McAdoo was around, and the franchise turned into a joke at around the time Odell joined the team. It's not Odell that caused this. There's so many other factors, like Reese was a terrible GM. They just made terrible draft picks forever. The Giants haven't been... They haven't given me like that feeling for years now that like this is a good franchise I that I can trust and I know they're going to make the right moves and like we're going to win. Um and this doesn't help that at all. I was trying to think what can make this a year from now what can make this okay. Like if Odell right. has another injury and misses part of the next two seasons cuz he's missed parts of the last two and they're like, "Well, he's so injury prone." He's not injured now, so you can't, like, bank on that. But that would make it not bad. What could the Giants do with these picks? Because they have a lot of picks to trade around now. They could trade up to get Haskins. They can trade this third round and this 17th pick to do other things. They can just choose guys. Like, what can happen that will have fans saying, okay? Because I think I asked the same question with Landon Collins, and I think the initial reaction was, like, everyone wanted to fucking grab their tiki torches and go kill people. And then when right. they found out how much he signed for, it seems like Giants fans were like, oh, okay, okay. Maybe we overreacted a little bit. Well, there's kind of there's two ways to do it in the NFL nowadays. It's with now you can roll over cap space. And I think one of the methods you can do is, all right, let's let's rack up picks for a bunch of years. Every, everyone knows that. Picks are like crack in the NFL. But you get a good young team, and you basically you build up the team as much as you can. And that's, oh, hot take, Jake. But that's essentially without a quarterback, right? Like, we've seen these teams like the Vikings. Um, even Denver had a season or two of it. We saw the Jaguars. Like, you basically assemble this super team, but you don't have a quarterback. So everyone else in the league is like, oh, man, well, if we added even a Kirk Cousins, you know, that's going to take us over the top, which isn't necessarily how it always works. I think for the Giants, what fans are going to need to see, and that's where I said it's either, like, next year can get ugly, whether it's Eli, um, if they've drafted Haskins, if they draft a second, third-round quarterback, whatever it is. But the other way to do it is look at Cleveland. This franchise was terrible forever, and they get Baker Mayfield. And now just look at all the momentum in the world they have going. They, they, <laughs> they drafted Baker Mayfield. Everyone else on offense, they signed Kareem Hunt because he you know, like kicked a lady and was almost out of the league. They drafted Chubb. They signed Landry as a free agent. They traded for Beckham. And that's basically all of that is based off of Baker Mayfield. So I think if you're the Giants... You better have a quarterback you like this year, whether it is Haskins or someone, or maybe the Giants. We've talked about this rebuild year that we talked about it with the Oakland Raiders. 
if rebuilding kind of becomes a common practice in the NFL, which it hasn't been, the Giants have one year to just full out stink, stink. Like I'm talking two and fourteen, three and thirteen. But if they get the top pick next year and they get Herbert or they get whoever the next big quarterback is, Tua, and that's the guy that solves it, then you're going to look back and be like, okay, it was worthwhile to trade Odell. We ended up getting a 15-year stud at quarterback. But that's about it. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Odell sucks. (laughs) I've been trying to, like, rein in how much I don't like Odell for so long because you just get paint you just get painted as an old angry man and whatever he sucks right, I, he was I, he, he was so much drama for no reason right and you can say the media did that it's like no he cuz every other which Barkley didn't have it in one year he showed more leadership yeah. than, but Odell the, was a generational talent the media just talent. put fuel on the fire that was already there it's the same thing with Clint where yeah. like we were told well, like we wish Clint wouldn't tell us half the things he tell us because we have to write about it. It's like, yeah, whatever. Right. I, and that's not knocking his on the field talent. He's one of the best wide receivers. He's so talented. It's just like I hated all that drama, man. I hated I, watching Shermer baby him on the sidelines like a little. Whoo! Yeah, I held. I I didn't say it. Whatever. Jim, I think I think you're what you should watch for, which is kind of. Uh, another route I semi alluded to is, you know, they're, Eli's not going anywhere at this point. Like, I think even if they wanted to, they couldn't do it. Um, so there's a chance that Shermer can coach. Eli's got a little more magic. They do, they do well with their other free agent signings and draft picks. And I'll tell you what, if there's one, which I'm sure there's going to be at least one, whether Odell provides it or if he's cornered into it but Odell's gonna have a couple bad quotes about the Giants organization oh he's oh, like, I mean that's what he does man he causes and, controversy and so then if if Shermer can actually coach and Eli has a little more and they do well with all their teams I could see it almost becoming the 2019 G- Giants rally cry to a degree like Odell Beckham comes out with a quote this offseason like man that organization had no idea what they were doing. Those coaches sucked. Uh, the players weren't as good as me, blah, 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 something like that. Team rallies behind that. You get something going. So I I would I would save that and hope for that as your old, old man finishing punch argument. The Cleveland Browns are going to be so, so fun to watch in such an energetic, good way or so fun to watch in such an internal disaster way. Yeah, that's what everyone's saying. It's basically a two-year window for them. Like, either really figure it out in the next two years, otherwise you guys are going to be in a bad place. Yeah, yeah. But, Jim, there's, no, there's not even any more Giants fans because they're just, they're just changing their colors to green. Go be a Le- Le'Veon Bell fan. It's a pretty good move for the Jets. Are they doing correct things? It's exciting. It's exciting. It was a bummer the other day. Um, Anthony Barr committed to the Jets and then he backed out, which everyone, everyone was like, everyone already had their tweets out that were like, hey, Anthony Barr is only one of four players to go to four of the past five Pro Bowls. And like they had all this positive Jet stuff. And then it's like, oh, he, he decided to not come to New York and stay in Minnesota. Okay. Saw, Adam, saw Adam Gase's eyes and said, oh, no, 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 yeah, no, no. Freaks no, no. me out. No, you have to love this as. as a Jets fan, and it's kind of it kind of is the opposite end of the spectrum, minus draft picks and stuff. But and Jim, remember my quarterback thing I just said? Sam Darnold let the Jets do this. Um, not only do they think it's a right move to get a talented running back and pass catcher for Sam Darnold, if Sam Darnold wasn't there, I don't think Le'Veon would be interested in them. So as a Jets fan. You have to love this because you're bringing in one of the most talented guys in the league. And it kind of goes back to my G-Men thing. Like, there's two ways to do this. One of them is getting the quarterback. And the Jets think they have that. The league thinks they have that. Um, and we're going to find out real real quick. Yeah. These new quarterbacks, It's it's been a year. Four years. That's my rule. That's if your a quarter, quarterback If a quarterback is, is on the team and he's still the starter in the fifth year, and there's still hype 
that means he's the real deal. So many okay. have come and been been hyped up in their first year or two, and then they're just gone. There's so many come and like, okay, RG3, first year, right. he's going to be the future. Mark Sanchez, two AFC titles. Not that it was his doing, but it was like, we right. can win with Sanchez. Didn't make it past year four. Um, there's been so many. Dalton, Kaepernick, that's different reasons, obviously. Mm-hmm. Way different reasons. What about... Stafford? Where, where are you on Matt Stafford, Jim? He's good. Okay. I mean, he's not like top, top tier, but he's that yeah, second. He's, 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 kind of the, he's kind of the pressure point right now with a lot of like NFL people because he's, he's essentially, stat-wise, like he's going to pass all-time greats because it's a passing league now and everything like that. But there's, there's still the big debate, like, can he actually be good? Yeah. Like how many years did Josh Freeman get? Two or three? He's he's in that same range. You're right. He had one good season and everything else was terrible. Brandon Whedon, like it's four years because you can be good for two years. Like that's what I kept saying about Derek Carr and my my buddy David after his first year was like Derek Carr's gonna be a real deal. Like talk to me after his fourth season. Let's see if we're still there. And he's kind of what he's going into his fourth season now. And this this year we find out. And it's, <laughs> and we're still like jury's still out. What's the yeah. who's the real? So you got to wait four Pe- years. So. People still think they're gonna trade him this year. Yeah, so we'll see. So that's that's my thing. If okay, a quarterback like that. if a quarterback lasts four years and you're still excited about him going into the fifth, then he's crossed the next level. I like it, Jim. Any draft pick can last a couple years and show signs of skill. Could be good. Yeah. All right. That's enough sports. Let's get out of here. We're done, right? Uh, oh wait, we yes. didn't even do national news. Yeah. All right. Let's do this real quick. Jimmy, your St. Mary's Gales play David and take down Goliath, or should I say Gonzaga? Gonzaga runs the West Coast Conference, uh, I mean, for the past X amount of years now. They've won the past six years in a row now. Last one to take them down was St. Mary's. But big news, Gonzaga was number one in the country, Jim. Now it's, will they even get a one seed in the tournament? Uh, and all the other fun March Madness stuff. Everyone saw that Northeastern, the Huskies demolish Hofstra in the battle of J.J. Berea versus Wayne Krebet. Uh Northern Kentucky, North Dakota State, Fairleigh Dickinson from RNEC. Enjoy it this year. Central's coming back. They all punched their dance tickets. Not Don't say punch and dance around Jim. Juventus wins 3-2 <laughs> to two on aggregate with the Ronaldo hat trick. Man City destroys Schalke. Oh, four. That's not the score of the game. That's just Schalke's team name. And Kobe, stolen jersey, returned from his high school team. Do you have anything? I mean, all the big news was in the tri-state. So I don't uh, even know. How many Gonzaga's, Gonzaga's kind of bit of of a big thing for March Madness. If they end up on a two line now, whoever's the one seed will probably be pissed. Um, How many I mean, Australians that, are on St. Mary's right now? Um, I'm not sure. Um, well, look, they, it looks like they've, they've moved from Australia and started signing people from New Zealand. They got a couple Kiwis. Yeah, they got, all right. They got a guy from Tasmania. That's Australia, New Zealand. Sure. Yep. New Zealand, New South Wales, Tasmania. So we're at, what, five? Victoria. Shit, they got a ton still. Yeah. That's still their their game plan. Recruit Estonia and Latvia. All foreigners. They got... (laughs) It's kind of genius, man. These these West Coast teams that... um, I don't know. North Northern West Coast. I mean, Gonzaga has a couple French guys on there. Uh, a guy from Japan technically. Um, a Serbian dude on there. So yeah, it's a, these these two schools that run the West Coast Conference have gone the foreign route and it's working for them. 
Yeah, that's funny. This dude from Victoria on St. Mary's name is Jock. Jock Perry. Jock Perry. It's a good sports name, right? Don't go jocking on me. The Latvian's name is uh, Christers Zurich. Mm. That's good. Mm. Mm. Watch mm. out, Fairly Dickinson. We're coming. Hey, sophisticated hamster in the yeah. chat asks, why are you holding the mic so close? Because uh, I like it. Well, how, how would you compare it to how Jimmy's holding his mic? Oh, I'm using my hands, you hamster. They aren't, even, they aren't even listening to the mics. The mics is only podcast audio only. They're listening to our computer's mics. Right. This is, this is high-tech biz stuff, man. I, I wish I could explain it, but Oh, yeah, they said, they said you're too loud. I'll lower Jake if you want, but you're not hearing that mic. So Yeah, talk, talk, to, talk to the MC about that. Um, Let's move on. There's no sports. Okay. We're 41 minutes deep. We've got news stories to go to. I mean, Northeastern just dominant, but whatever. Good call. Very smart of you. Yeah. And that's the half. I got the window open still, Jake. I don't know if it's sure. I don't know uh I don't know if it's I don't know if it's weather is inducive for it today, but I'm just sure. rolling like I might go windows open until summer actually hits and then it gets too hot. Yeah, I was I was just going to say that. I think you're in too deep. You're not going to come back on yourself at this point. You enjoyed I, it so much the first day that you're just going to ride it out. That's what I, That was the first thing I did when I woke up. I just opened the window in my office. Yeah. And then I put on a sweatshirt because it got a little cold. Yep. But that's my dream weather. Oh, I know. All right. I read the news today, oh boy. And though the news was rather sad, well, I just had to laugh. Well, it's 6 o'clock. Time for the news. Felicity Huffman, Lori Laughlin are indicted in a college admissions, admissions bribery case. This is a pretty cool case. They basically had everyone on the payroll to get their kids into college. SAT people, athletics department, all that shit. Pretty wild. Union yeah. employees authorize a strike against their own union. I like that. I think I think we need more union on union crime. Morgan Freeman has converted his 124 acre ranch into a giant sanctuary to help save the bee population. A drunk Virginia woman with cats in a suitcase was arrested twice in two days. A chickens teamed up and pecked a fox to death. A man arrested for choking a driver who wouldn't stop singing Christmas carols says nothing. He just got arrested. And the Philippine president <laughs> at a at a gender equality event referred to a woman as bitch. I read the news today, oh boy. What do you want? I mean, I'll tell you what. They women hate it when you call them the B word at an equality event. Yeah. Yeah. I thought this was an equality event. Shut up, bitch. <laughs> That's bad. Yeah. That's <laughs> it's, like an uh, always, it's an always sunny joke. Tough, tough look. Um, isn't Manny Pacquiao like a high up representative in the Philippines or something? Well, I think he's basically he's the public president. Right. He could run and win. Which he uh, does his morning jogs and he just runs around the Philippines giving money to people yeah it's kind of <laughs> like that like during his um, rocky montage running around the city he's just handing money out to people i don't know if it was fake news um there's a video of conor mcgregor going for a run and they said it was like the first thing he did when he got out of jail which i kind of liked oh yeah he's, like, pent, oh, he's pent up in that cage he had to out of out of jail i'm gonna go for a jog now <laughs> like everyone else is like oh give me a good meal or you know, let me get to my friends and family, <laughs> McGregor. I'm going to go for a little joggeroo. Let the lead out. Let the um, lead out. I mean, the big story is this Felicity Huffman, Lori Loughman thing. Um, yeah, it's pretty wild. I mean, we're, we're, we're not new to it. I think yesterday was the big re reveal. Aunt Becky from Full House and Lori Loughlin, who's married to William H. Macy, who I love. Yeah. There, there's part of this whole thing. This guy, his name was Rick Singer, I think. So he set up this elaborate thing where 
he would take donations and just bribes. And then under him, he had like all these people like SAT score people, sports, like athletes, people. Cause, and they would just, they would just fake these resumes for these rich people's kids. Yeah. Fake, th- fake that they did crew so they can put that on their application. The SAT score is crazy. They just pay the guy and like, give me a 1500, whatever it is. Yeah. That sounds much easier than what I did. The whole thing is so bizarre. Um, you have celebrities, you have college sports, you have <laughs> controversy from different angles. And that's what everyone, everyone sitting there with this, just confused of why it even got to the sports. Like, everyone's just like, hey, if Lori Laughlin used her current connections and just made a nice regular donation to USC, I think everything gets taken care of here. Like, yeah, that's what I don't Why care. did they have to rope in the crew teams? And I guess there is, like, related stuff. I mean, Yale soccer was involved, Stanford crew. They've all had similar things like this. And I, I, I enjoyed it. I saw a little bit of your boy, Oliver Luck, Andrew Luck's dad. <laughs> um, he, he got interviewed on uh, Lebetard's show yesterday, which was – which was fun. Oliver Luck's really well respected. He was an NFL quarterback. He 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 was high up at the NCAA for a while. He was high up at Stanford for a while. His newest job is he's the XFL commissioner. He's the guy they like brought in to try to make the NFL the XFL look legit now. Um which is kind of ironic in and of itself. Like they brought him to be the good guy. But it was funny. He comes on Lebertard show. And so one of the guys on Levitard show does an impression of Andrew Luck, like, oh, geez, oh, golly, gosh. Uh, so they're like, okay, they're wondering, A, <laughs> has he seen us do an impression of his loser son? <laughs> B, <laughs> um, like, how's this going to go? Like, is he just going to give us a lame interview and be like, well, you know, Stanford's a fine university. They would never really get in the weeds and all this. And his opening line was, you know what? It's It's really great to see that the NCAA is finally cracking down on all the all the bribery and mishappenings that's taken place with the Yale women's soccer team. And it's <laughs> it's so true. Like we get we're kind of getting caught in the weeds of this because it's a couple celebrities and it's the crew team and the whole thing's bizarre. I think that's what's making it popular. But A, why why why? And B how did this become national news when literally every SEC, Big Ten, major basketball and football program is doing bribery on this level daily, but we decide to ignore it because we get a good product out of it? Well, the the athletes, athletic parts, like a small dose of it, but this is this is really bad, bad. This, I mean, this has to be big news. Oh yeah, and it is, but I mean, so I guess. The other stuff is very relatable, and we sweep it under the rug. We almost like this just because there's celebrities in it. <laughs> like, so so we're going to give it more play. Um, I just think it's more ammunition. Like, fuck college. It's so stupid. Businesses need to start hiring over experience, over education, because it's all... Education is the biggest crock of shit ever. Right. Um, I mean, that's a weird sentence. There you go. The college yeah. education system is the biggest crock of shit ever. And like you can just pay a million dollars. The donation things work. Why did this? Why did <laughs> what did they think they were doing? I have no idea. And I think that's why this is supposed to be a story, because I guess I guess yuppie sports teams have been doing this for a little while now. Um, and I guess that's like crew teams and Yale soccer and Stanford and and things like that have been doing this for a little bit now. And I think some of the money ends up in the coach's hands. I think that's a little different. Um, but yeah, it's, it's just bizarre. Like Lori, Lori Laughlin and Felicity Huffman just should have been like, Hey, our kids really want to go to USC. Like, tell us what we have to donate to the program. <laughs> yeah. You Which, know, but that still should not be allowed, but I mean, it, it shouldn't be well. I don't know. Shades of gray. 
Now, you shouldn't be I, able to just go to a college because you have money. Kind of. I mean, it's they're a business to a degree. Yeah, that's the bad part. Yeah. I mean, it's... Yeah, it 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 kind of is what it is, though. All right. Well, what do you got about this woman who was arrested for walking down the street with a briefcase full of cats? Uh... I I mean we did it. We got her. Then she was arrested the next day for being drunk in the middle of the street and waving. If you look at the picture, oh I didn't give you the link. If you look at the picture, nope. she looks like a lady who was arrested for carrying a suitcase full of cats. How many cats can you fit in one suitcase? It's a question as old as time. How big's the suitcase? What age are the cats? What kind of cats? I mean, I I could play that game all day. You remember the cats um, it, in New Britain by our house? A little apartment? bit, yeah. There was that empty lot, and then people had made homes for the cats out of cardboard boxes. Right. And then you would walk past there, and it was just like 10 stray cats were living there, and living and it, my fucking hell. Cat City. It was terrible. Cat City, yeah. Um, it was rude. It was, it was nothing but rude. Yeah. This is a story that you're going to like because you love animal on animal crime. Right. A team of chickens got together and they pecked a fox to death. What's your gut reaction? Are you excited I hate this for so the much. chickens? I hate this so much, Jim. Listen to the, how this wrote, listen to how this writer opened up this article. A fox has died in extraordinary circumstances after losing the ultimate game of chicken during a nighttime raid on a hen house. Oh, the fox was raiding the hen house, dude. Yeah, man. That's how he lives his life. By killing chickens. I'm all team chicken here. No. Oh, it was at a secondary school, uh, elementary school or high school. I don't know what that is. It was a baby fox. These I'm team group, chicken. These group of mean, angry chickens killed a baby fox. That's awesome. Well, the fox ran into the hen house to try and snag himself a chicken. Well, I mean, you've just caused world war. All these chickens are done. It sucks that we don't have like, a video Like, yay, camera. we did it. Oh, all the chickens were killed the very next day by all of the foxes. No chickens were found to have been injured during the incident. It is thought the fox entered at dusk and then became trapped inside by light-controlled automatic doors that close when the sun goes down. Oh, that's fucked. The humans got involved? Yeah, he was trapped, Jim. I would have loved to watch this. Baby and then fox. I would have watched Baby it. fox trapped by humans and pecked to death. By chickens. How many pecks do you think it takes a bunch of chickens to peck a fox to death? Are we talking? Do you honestly want to know how many times this fox was pecked? Because it would be it would be hell. Yeah, I'm on, I'm trying to think like it's, it has to be more than a hundred pecks. I'm guessing to kill a fox. A hundred? We're in thousands. Jim. Okay, so you th how many chickens do you think were pecking it? Do you think they were taking turns, like going around in a circle, like duck duck goose style? He was cornered, and there was probably 10-plus chickens just literally pecking him to death. What would you rather have in your room right now, a five-month-old baby fox or 10 chickens? <laughs> That's how you're going to determine who, who I should be rooting for by putting him in saying, my bedroom? Fox, fox, this headline should be totally different. Fox trapped by humans, pecked to death, and... The worst way of fox. This would this would be you getting up. The windows and the doors got stuck, and you happen to be in a room with thirty cats. I don't. This like, is that. I don't like that the automatic door helped the chickens out. If it was no technology, no humans involved, that the, the uh, fox went into the hen house to get himself a chicken, and the chickens were prepared. They had booby traps set up. They right. captured the fox and pecked him to death. I'm all team chicken. I think Home that's... Home Alone a, Fox edition. I'm fine with that. That's great. The fact that automatic doors were in place to help the chickens out, I don't think that's that's cool. I'm rooting, I'm rooting for a round two. They should put security systems on. Like, 
I'm rooting for the next fox that tries to come in. See if the chickens are cocky now. Hey, Jimmy. Know how many chickens were in the building that this fox, this, again, baby fox passed away in? Was murdered. Uh, yes. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess 1,000 chickens. 3,000 chickens. Well, they couldn't all be pecking. I mean, legitimately, like, if you think about it, how many chickens can peck one fox? You take a fox, you put a circle of chickens around. I'm, there's like 10. You ever go to the beach? You think it was a gauntlet and the the fox was just slowly sauntering down and each chicken was just pecking him as he walked past? It started heroic because (laughs) he he fought for his life, but it was you surrounded by 10,000 cats going to your death. Well, yeah. Well, I'm I'm pretty perplexed. I think good for the chickens. You know, it was them or... Nope. There's a bit of survival here. No. All right. Survival would have been a fair fight, and they release the fox and say, try another day. <laughs> all right. Well, how about this storyline? This, this is uh, saving animals. Morgan Freeman's saving all the bees. Yeah, I've seen the bee thing a lot. There's a kid from Central that has like a saving bee business foundation. I don't really know what's going on there. It's the number one answer whenever someone's like, what's a problem that doesn't get talked about a lot? And it's like... The bee population, the bee, bees are bees are disappearing at an alarming rate. That's the that's the key phrase. Yeah, steadily across the globe, forty four percent loss from twenty fifteen to sixteen. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know enough about it. Two uh, percent of the bees have been found to be responsible for pollinating eighty percent of our crop. I don't know. I feel like if we have enough people in the bee game, and I f- think Morgan Freeman might be enough of it. Um, and I'm sure someone will tell me that's wrong, but um, I think life finds a way. I think this is a great. The bees got a huge win here because Morgan Freeman is a great guy to have on your side because when the documentary is made, people will listen. doesn't even matter what it's about. Morgan Freeman's narrating this. I'm in. And then that's step one. Step two is make people care about bees and then... You're golden. So this is a great step one into saving the bee problem. Get Morgan Freeman involved. Morgan Freeman, Team Bees. And now, he's, team, he's Team Baby Fox as well. No, no, no. Now we're going to yes. get Caliendo doing his Morgan Freeman impression of Morgan Freeman talking to his bees. Right. Do you want to do Caliendo doing Freeman talking to his bees? You're an I don't impression. have a Morgan Freeman impression. You have an impression of Caliendo doing Morgan Freeman? Nope. That would okay. be a Morgan Freeman impression. No, it's a little different. A little different. Uh, like you say, your Seinfeld is just an impression of people doing Seinfeld. Yeah, but it's still a Seinfeld impression. Yeah. All right, I think that's all. You got any of these stories? Let's move on. Better the day. It's the better the day. Better the day. Better the day. Better the day, better the day. Jakey, Jakey did not make a big mistakey. He's a winner in a land of losers. I am as cold as ice. I mean, it's unreal how many I've lost. Yeah. I'm I'm glad that my reputation's not at stake here because, I mean, if you want to put it to a number, I'm one for my last 12. If someone's been fading you for 12 bets, they've won 11 of them. Yeah, fade me, please. Yeah, I'm t- that's that's the kind of trends we're looking for here. Now people know you're cold. This puts extreme pressure on me because I'm about to get super hot. You're but on I a feel hot like I, I like Right now, I, I need to essentially find a bet that you won't like enough to bet the opposite of me so right. I get a winner. You can't start. You can't start playing those games because you'll, you'll. Oh, that's the whole game. That's the great game. The bigger news here is that the the toilet seat fall has knocked you onto a heater. Undefeated. Undefeated on days, since you undefeated fell off on the days. Toilet. I almost cracked my skull open falling off the toilet. No, I don't even uh. think. I think now on, like, you have the wisdom now. 
you hit your head on the bathroom floor, and now you're going to be a savant and go on a hell of a run. Oh. So, well, that that's where I was hedging hedging my bet there, so that if I lose this bet tomorrow, I just have to fall off the toilet face first. Well, then, yeah, but we can, always, myself out. we can always revert to that. But if you win it, it'll be known right. as the toilet seat. Well, we got to think of a catcher your name. Then the toilet seat fall streak. Mm, I don't know if we need a catchier your name than that. That's pretty good. <laughs> All right, what are let's, you betting? Let's go to... Oh, man. We had a couple toilet bowl games today. We are going to go with... Uh, I got... I want to I wanna keep it in the family here. You know what? Okay. Oh, Jim, I'm between games right now. This is where March gets scary. We are going to go with... You know what? Screw it. Okay. Where's my Where's my buddy Albert at? Uh, I don't think he's here. But he's listening I said, eventually. Where's my buddy Albert at? Um, cuz that's where we're going, Jim. DePaul St. John's. DePaul St. John's. Where's it We've being played? Got, uh, it's the Big East Men's Tournament, which is played at the Garden. Yeah, nice. So you're going to have a St. John's crowd there. St. John's home game. They're playing DePaul, who's 15 and 14 on the season. It would be the most DePaul thing ever to just finish at 500. Um, DePaul just beat St. John's. I know that's that's on the Jimmy uh, barometer meter. Uh, DePaul beat St. John's twice this year. So... St. John's is 20 and 11. They're on the bubble. They're playing this 15 and 14 team that beat them twice, and it's in the garden. I mean, Jimmy, they're just. DePaul's probably going to beat them a third time. I would just bank on that if I were you. Um, I think our Johnnies, they're in the garden. What's they're the fighting spread? To get, they're fighting to get in the tournament. It's a five point spread. The Johnnies are favored by five. The St. John's hasn't beaten DePaul this year. DePaul's free money. I'm just one of these crazy guys. I'm taking St. John's minus five in the garden. Okay. Jake's taking the favorite. Yes. And Jake is stupid, but he's smart. Gonna agree it. more, man. What am I gonna vote? I'm gonna go against. Looks like I'm diving off the toilet tomorrow morning. <laughs> gonna go against Albert. You're Our so dude? cold. Oh, God. I don't want to be sitting here tonight watching St. John's rooting for Albert's heartbreak. That seems so mean. Can I change my pick? I mean, it's just... No, you wouldn't allow me to change my basically pick. Basically a guaranteed loser now, so... No, no. Enjoy the DePaul money, people. No, no, this is going to be good. I'm, I'm riding you to get off my cold streak. Okay. I'm I'm all in on the toilet bowl fall flush streak, whatever it's called. You weren't yesterday. I know. I was dumb. I didn't see the light. Okay. He's seen the light. He's seen the light, people. If this was a movie, that would be the big scene. You fell. You hit your head off the toilet. You started seeing stars. You got dizzy, dizzy, dizzy. Rookie of the year. Rookie of the year. And now you're- Betting, a, betting edition. <laughs> now you're a savant. Until that bruise fades, you're going to be on a heater, my friend. Yeah, I think that could be actually a movie. You just guy, you, guy comes into hard times. He, he's he's betting too much. He's he's almost he's almost lost his like family, his his wife, his kids. He's gambling away his life. Falls off the toilet one day, hammers his head, and he's he's thinking, but he's not even thinking. He places this huge bet. Something he'd never bet, and it hits. And then he just keeps placing bets. He's hot. He's hot. He's hitting all these bets. He's rich. He becomes famous. And then he almost loses his wife and family again, but this time for different reasons because he's becoming too big time. And then he'll say, 
I never, it was never the toilet. It was me this whole time and our love. And then he ends up marrying the toilet. Yeah, so it's like a sequel to Rain Man and you play the... Uh... So it's Rain. It's called Rain Man 2. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the show today. You want me to play this Flogging Molly song or you want yeah. me to play a different song on the outro? Okay, here we go. Ooh. Thank you, guys. We will be back tomorrow with another episode.